Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Demartini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome, everyone. I want to welcome you to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. You know, I just think to myself how absolutely grateful I am. Um, I, in, I never thought in a million years that, first of all, that I would be able to meet the most incredible people on this planet who have just one real focus, and that focus in life is to help the rest of us. And they do this in the most brilliant, beautiful, authentic, creative, and expansive ways possible. And I want to thank all of you listeners uh, again. I cannot tell you how how much uh, your listenership has meant to the Dr. Pat Show and Transformation Talk Radio. As a matter of fact, you know, thanks to all of you, we've just launched an online chat, which you'll hear a lot more about in the future. But tonight, tonight is a show that I've been so looking forward to, to doing. I, I, I get to meet, you get to meet one of those people that I've just mentioned. You know, somebody that, you know, has for, for over 20 years been helping all of us understand the energies, understand what it means to raise conscious awareness, how to do that using crystals, what do the chakras really mean? And that's a term that was relatively new to me, believe it or not. And how we can, all of us, uh, become the most amazing creatures possible. The beings that we were meant to be. My very special guest today and the author of Chakra Awakening is Margaret Ann Lembo. She's joining me here today. So this book is very, very cool. It is not only informative, but I will tell you, it has got the most gorgeous pictures of some of the, you know, most awesome gemstones and crystals. And I can't wait to ask her. As a matter of fact, I was reading her book and I realized, oh my gosh, I actually have this particular crystal in here. I had no idea what it was. But again, that's why I love doing what I do. Tonight, you're going to get to experience my guest and what her work is all about. We're going to take a journey and figure out what it is to bring balance, prosperity, joy, and overall wellness into our lives. How we can use gemstones and crystals to do that. And more importantly, how to tap in to that unlimited potential that most of us don't know that we even have. So let's get right to it. Margaret, it's so great to have you on the show. Thank you so much for joining us here today. It's awesome. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you. And with a, an introduction like that, I just uh, feel so honored, and I am grateful for being on the show and to be able to spread the word and share more information with a lot of people. 
This is well, excellent. I got to tell you, uh, you know, I love, first of all, I love your book. So let's just start off right there. But well, thank I also, you. Yeah, I also noticed some of my buddies actually, you know, wrote in your book and, and praised this book as well. I love Denise Lynn. I'm just one of the first people I met when I started doing radio back in 2003. And, um, you know, what she says is so true. And I want to talk about this. She says, get out your highlighter. Margaret Ann Lembo's wonderful book is filled with profound ancient wisdom, but at the same time, it's overflowing with usable and transformative information. Now, let me tell you why I like that, and I'd love for you to comment. Right now, what we're finding, or at least I'm experiencing with listeners, is they want to be taken to the height that they could possibly, the highest of high they could possibly go from a consciousness and spiritual and a transformative point of view. But they also want those ancient teachings grounded in, Margaret, how the heck do I change my life today? How do I go from that rotten feeling I have about my job to getting some joy in my life? (laughs) (laughs) Well, first of all, the most important thing I feel is totally to be aware of what you do want. As people... As each and every one of us focus on what we do want versus staying focused on what we don't want, that is the first step. So it's a becoming aware of our thoughts, aware of the repetitive patterns in our speech, uh, things that we're constantly saying, the old word patrol being conscious. It's just being aware. We have this mental chatter that goes on and on in our, in our mind, and we're thinking about what we don't want and what we don't like. So the first step is deciding what do you want, and then just do something about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, this is... For many people, I think we've heard terms like chakras, and some people maybe not. And, you know, we're starting to hear more about crystals, color, aromatherapy, and the power of positive thought. Now, you are a spiritual practitioner. Just one slice, if you know, I, if we were going to sit here and talk about one of the things you do. But I want to I, I get to that place where you can share with us a bit about what this call to consciousness right now is all about, and how you're using some of the tools to help us get there. Well, yes, this is, this call to consciousness I feel like has been going on for really quite a long time, and especially since like the early 90s, let's say, but probably even before then. And the way to get to it right away is to start integrating this into actual daily life by using tools like a crystal. So, okay, let's let's say you uh, somebody says, "Oh, I'm not about all that hokey pokey crystal stuff," you know, and that's okay. But let's go in your jewelry box, okay? Let's look in there. <laughs> I bet you have an amethyst ring or some garnet earrings, or maybe you have an aquamarine necklace. We do have gemstones in our lives, and we have colors in our closet. And so we can use these in everyday practical ways by dressing with intention and dressing with consciousness, making our intent start out each day in a positive way and decide I'm going to make my day go this way. This way is the way toward what I really want in my life. I'm going to consciously create circumstances. And it starts with having thoughts like that. So whether it's using a crystal where you're holding a gemstone in your pocket or on your nightstand or in your pillowcase or whether you're wearing clothes that are colored a certain way uh, with certain colors or wearing jewelry, 
that's the thing is making the intention with that. You know, I used to do this when I was a banker. I was in the corporate world for many years. <laughs> and, <laughs> Me too. <laughs> and, and before I was like talking crystals, I, I used to dress like this. I used to dress with intention depending on the meeting I was going to have that day and what I had on my plate. Didn't you, Dr. Pat? Oh, you know what? I did. But, you know, it was kind of our little secret, wasn't it, in the corporate world? <laughs> You know, every once in a while, people would see a a piece of jewelry, or they'd see so they'd see me wear a medicine bag, right? And you know, people wanted to know what it was. Now, of course, I don't have any issues, or you know, conceal the medicine bag. But I'm, but it is exactly like you said, Margaret. I am like really even more mindful of what goes in it. And I will tell you, I am not an expert on this. So that's why I love talking with people like you because tonight. I'm going to figure out if what I'm actually putting together is helping me or not. <laughs> well, and see, that's the beauty of all this, you know. As much as it, this, uh, every piece of information in Chakra Awakening really is valuable and valid and really, really important, but when it comes down to it, it's intention. I mean, I think that's more than anything. So let's say you had put... Um, a, a blue rock for wanting more energy in your life where I might choose a red rock because of the red at the root chakra has to do with vital life force, that doesn't mean that you're not going to have more energy because you put your intention into that gemstone so that every time you looked at, thought of, or touched that gemstone, you're forming the re-enlivening uh, the int- intention of, I have energy, I'm conscious and awake. And I can do anything I set my mind to, you know, by forming positive thought forms and activating those in our awareness and have those positive things repetitively in our consciousness, that's where we can succeed. Well, this is really the conversation that uh, I have been so looking forward to having. You know, I can remember even as a young, young child being drawn to uh, rock, certain rocks, certain stones, certain you know, just certain beauty of things, but never really putting it together. In your book, you actually put this together in in a really cool way, so that we can we can be intentional on how we're using crystals, how we're using color, and so forth. I mean, what was it about your life? You know, what kind of challenge did you overcome to get you pointed in this direction to take this on? <laughs> well. <laughs> I'm laughing because I was going to say, well, it was a stock market crash of 1987. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we were there, weren't we? <laughs> yes. But um, really, you know, from a very young age, um, I had the blessing of being connected with a gentleman who was like a member of our family who introduced me to the teachings of Edgar Casey, the Sleeping Prophet, of Dale Carnegie, of Silver Mind Control, um, Psycho-Cybernetics by Maxwell Maltz, and things of that nature at a very young age, like eight, I think I was reading books of that nature. And so it was ingrained in my consciousness at a very young age. My, both my mother and my father were positive in the standpoint of, from the, from the perspective of whatever you put your mind to, you can achieve. You know, if I'd say, you know, you think I should try this? Sure. Well, if you don't try, you'll never know. And then if not, you'll find something on the way to that what you just tried. So I had that kind of energy flowing through my consciousness throughout my whole life. Then when I got to that stock market crash of 1987, which, you know, took my whole identity, my whole identity away as a mortgage banker back then, um, 
I was challenged by that dark night of the soul if my whole identity is wrapped up in my career and my persona was established in this corporate image. Who was I without that? And, and through that process, I, that was when the Crystal Garden, my bookstore, gift store and center in South Florida was birthed. And because of that, it set me on this path that led me to this moment in time that we're at right now with you. Yeah, and you know what I really love, and you're not just with me, you're traveling across the country. I mean, <laughs> you know, you, you and I are here on the radio right now, but, you know, you're taking your show on the road. Uh, you're going to be uh, traveling all over the country. You're going to be in Washington State. But, you know, I, I mean, that that's a level of awakening. I had the same thing. I mean, you know, one, one day you're dressed in your little corporate outfit and you're you're in the corporate world and you're some executive think you're doing you know all that about yourself right yeah and then the next day the realization is you know what i just don't fit here anymore and that discovery is an awakening and of itself but sometimes we take the path of transformation as i did and you don't really know much about what you're stepping into. That's where I think your teachings and your book come about. Let's talk about the chakra center for a minute and, you know, and what does it mean to awaken them? Because honestly, when I decided to become a rebel, you know, as an HR executive that wouldn't implement a downsizing program, I did wake these chakras up, but I will tell you, I'm not sure that they're intended to be <laughs> They were intended to be, you know, woken up in quite that way. Mm-hmm. And so there's a level of knowledge here that you share. And I want to get us started right now to talk to our listeners about what they can do through your work, through what you're sharing, through your book, to transform their lives in the way they want it to go. Well, to start out with, the becoming aware of the chakras and even that they exist is the energy body that we have. We have a physical body. We're very aware of that. It's very clear, very, very conscious of that. We also have a mental body, which, meh, yeah, we may not think of it as a body, but it is an energetic body that has um, real, what do I want to say, power. Our mental body, we're constantly thinking, and we're very aware of it when we realize, yeah, I am constantly thinking. It's very little time in our lives where we don't stop thinking, and every thought creates reality. Every thought creates reality. It's energy. Everything is energy. So that thought form is vibrating out into the universe. And then because of the universal law of the let's the easiest way to say it is what goes around comes around, it comes boomeranging back to us. So whatever thought form is we're thinking about, putting out into the, con- uh, into the conscious awareness, voila, and even stuff that we're not even consciously aware of. That's the scary stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that's one aspect. And then we have an emotional body and those feelings. And we all know that we have feelings, but we can't see our emotional body, but we sure know we have one, right? Right. Well, so these- and so what you're talking about for all of us is, you know, there's a level of awareness that we have, whether we whether we want to admit it or not. Yes. We just don't know what to do with this sometimes. And that's the first, the first step is to acknowledge, okay, yeah, I am having feelings, I am having repetitive thought forms, and are those repetitive thought forms serving my ultimate intention? 
of what I really want to create in the world. Sometimes we don't even know what we want. That's that's when it's really challenging. So what I feel is helpful, obviously, because I've written about it and talk about it pretty much nonstop, <laughs> the, the, you know, becoming aware of the chakras and balancing and aligning them. And as far as awakening them, it really is about awakening consciousness by understanding each one of these energy centers, which make up our auric field, the aura body, the energy that surrounds us, that and, and is within us as well. Understanding each one of these like levels of awareness, that's what wakes us up. And then by that, we're not only do we under, understand ourselves better, we also have a better way of understanding other people and we have the less ten, tendency to take things personally because usually it's not about us, things, the way people act or react. I love that we get to be in the world, especially with other people. And, you know, someone has said to me, and and this is a question I want to ask you. It's a question that actually came in for tonight's show. You know, and I don't know how this works. Maybe you can tell me. For those of you just tuning into the Dr. Pat Show, I want to tell you that Margaret Ann Lembo is joining me here today. She's got a fabulous book, but much more. I'm going to send you to her website in a minute. Uh, The book is Chakra Awakening, Transform Your Reality Using Crystals, Color, Aromatherapy, and the Power of Positive Thought, which we are going to get to today. But somebody said to me, and um, they said, you know, um, I want to understand chakras um, more in a way that um, they relate to other people. And the, the question that came in today, Margaret, was, you know, do chakras of one person affect the chakras of another person? Now, I had not thought about this quite like this. And, and I guess what they were saying is, from their point of view, if they are in relationship or have people in their lives who are not, let me just use the term, in balance, besides getting out of that relationship, <laughs> is there anything that they could do to work with the tools that you're talking about? Now, you know, this person didn't elaborate, didn't say it was a boss, didn't say it was a parent, you know what I'm saying? But I thought it was a good question. I thought it would be a great place to start because, you know, then the question that comes up in in terms of your work is, well, can we use crystals to help with this? Mm -hmm. It's a really good question. Isn't this a good question? Have you thought about this? (laughs) I I like the way it's phrased, you know, because... I often will say to people, you know, when we're in, a, in live se- sessions, you know, where I'm doing speaking engagements, I'll say, you know, you're in the other per- your person next to you, you're in each other's auras, you're overlapping over there. Your chakras are touching. <laughs> and yes, the energy bodies, everything, the, the, if someone's out of balance and you're constantly with out of balance people, let's put it like very generally, or a person, then yes, it will affect you eventually because we resonate with each other. We're all one. We're all connected. So the way to first work on it is to first work on yourself, to maintain and constantly be diligent with um, realigning your consciousness using, so let's say using crystals. So let's say you're constantly around a person that's angry. I'll give you a real solid uh, example. So the person's constantly angry, 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 always abusive, first verbally abusive, let's say, because that happens unfortunately in life. And um, so that's red energy. That's that's someone who's fearful. So first of all, it's knowing that they're fearful. And then instead of using more red energy because it's root chakra vibration, which is the normal color for the root chakra, you want to use a complementary color, something that's going to offset it, like a blue stone, like a blue lace agate, sodalite, angelite, 
aquamarine, any lapis lazuli. So these blue stones or blue-colored clothing, that also works as well, and also scents like maybe blue chamomile, something that's going to be a calming aromatic scent, that's going to help balance them because the more that you're in this complementary vibration of realigning, sort of like, you know how when you have the hot water running and it gets yes. way too hot, which is yeah. red, and then you turn on the blue handle, which is the cold water, you bring that back into balance. It's the same thing. Well, it is, and this is really part of our everyday lives. You know, some people are drawn to uh, crystals. Some people are drawn to nature. Some people are drawn, you know, to really looking at um, just beautiful things. And sometimes we we come up, we go we go down the road, Margaret, right? And all of a sudden, we find we're collecting things, right? You know, and so let's talk about some of the tools that people collect, whether naturally or or um, intentionally, that help them with cleansing and healing. Because you are brilliant the way you address this in your book. Uh, are you are you referring to working with uh, the energy of herbs and uh, you know, like aromatherapy, like the smudge and spray? Absolutely, and aligning yeah. the chakras. You know, as we as we clear that whole clearing energy, clearing negative energy thing. Clearing you know, that's energy. so on everybody's mind right now. <laughs> you know, we can do it in so many ways, Doctor Pat. I mean, one is with sound. That's like inexpensive. You got a pot? <laughs> Go get your pot out of your cabinet and get a a, a a nice wooden spoon and walk around and clang the spoon against the pot and break up the negative vibrations in the household. I mean, that's super simple. And then you can go out and get some sage and burn sage in your house. But maybe the sage, which is called smudging, doesn't really appeal to you. Or maybe the next-door neighbor will think you're smoking pot because it smells like pot and you don't want to do that. (laughs) So you can use something like I created, which is smudge and spray, or make your own combination, which is like a mist using real medical grade oils, real therapeutic quality essential oils and other in my case I added sacred site essences, holy water or if you have holy water from from whenever in a bottle somewhere, get it, put some of it in a spray bottle with tap water and walk around the house and spray your house clean. And and I, I could go on forever on ways to clear the house and yourself. Well, you know, these are just a few of the ways you talk about in the book. Um, and, in, and and then there is the idea uh, of of crystals and gemstones and, and, and that vast world that you are an expert in, right? Um, I can't even imagine uh, just capturing some of the meaning of some of the gemstones and crystals I have around here. I mean, I think I shared with you at the top of the show, I was looking in your book, and all of a sudden I saw something called uh, selenite. Did I get that right? Yeah, selenite, and, and it, yeah. It's, it's like a clear crystal, sort of. I thought it was a form of quartz. Well, what do I know? Um, and, and and then I saw something very similar to it in a very light blue, and I still don't know what that is. But you see, I was drawn to it. I think that what I would love to do when we come back from break is I would love to go through some of these gemstones you have in a book and also talk about the angel gemstone oracle cards. 
you know, because what you've been able to do is give us such a rich toolkit here with the book and your work. So let's take a short break. For those of you tuning into the show, we've got lots to cover here. I want to tell you that the book is uh, by Margaret Ann Limbo, my very special guest today. It's called Chakra Awakening. But I want to make sure everybody out there has a website because this is a visual feast. Uh, you can go to her website, thecrystalgarden.com thecrystalgarden.com you're going to be able to find lots of information uh, Margaret has a newsletter you can subscribe to the newsletter I'm going to do that right now myself you'll be able to get a free meditation and you're going to see this beautiful picture of this great shop she's got let's take a short break everyone when we come back we're going to talk about how you get familiar with crystals what crystals you use for what ails you. Stay tuned, everyone. You're listening to The Dr. Pat Show. We'll be right back. What if your best friend could take a peek into the future? Psychic, author, and cosmic coach Dougal Fraser is that friend. He's the queer guy with a third eye. From gossip to gurus, meditation to martinis, The Dougal Fraser Show is a call-in advice show that provides insights and information on creating your best life. Every Tuesday at 10, he'll take calls and talk about love, money, sex, pop culture, and give free advice. No topic is off limits. It's The Dougal Fraser Show. Reservage Organics offers you the most advanced anti-aging product available. Our organic-based resveratrol formula, brought to you from the heart of our exclusive vineyards in southern France, has been clinically proven to reactivate your longevity gene and help preserve your youth. By including Reservage Resveratrol in your daily regimen, you can enhance cardiovascular function, metabolism, mental acuity, and collagen production. If you want to regain your youthful radiance and enhance your longevity, do so with the world's finest resveratrol from Reservage Organics. Why wait? Visit your local retailer and start the anti-aging process today. Reservage Organics, committed to the extension of youth naturally. Available online at Reservage.com and at the Vitamin Shop, Vitamin World, and Whole Foods Market. Visit Reservage.com and feel vitality today. Hi, I'm Paul Bland. Did you know there is only one truly perfect food protein produced by nature? It can bring dramatic results to your health, your appearance, and overall performance. Introducing Action Whey. No other protein supplement on the market has been able to achieve the incredible health benefits of Action Whey while still achieving a taste that is better than a malt shop shake. Action Whey, for the way nature intended. Visit seaandearth.com. That's S-E-A and earth.com for more information. If you've gone through a separation and feel disappointment, despair, loss of identity, and fear, there is a new pathway to joy for you. SoulWorks Coaching empowers you to go through this separation with soul and hope. So get ready to step into a new relationship with yourself and build a fabulous new life. Contact Monique today at 617-328-7113. That's 617-328-7113. And visit SoulWorksCoaching.com. Give yourself this gift of love today.
Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. For more information about us, you can go to drpatlive.com. Margaret Ann Lembo joining me here today. We're going to make sure everybody out there gets to find out a lot more about her book and her work. Now, Margaret, let's give folks a a different website because I know that you have a website um, that is about your book. So what's the best place for people to go? Well, the best place to find out where I'll be in their neighborhood, because I am traveling the country right now, is MargaretAnnLembo.com. That's M-A-R-G-A-R-E-T-A-N-N-L-E-M-B-O.com. All right. So part of, part of what you cover in the book, Margaret, is, and, and I'm saying part of it, because there are a lot of things in the book. Um, but part of it, a part of what you cover are crystals and gemstones. So let's start out with the difference, because a lot of folks like me, we don't know the difference. Guess what? There's what? really not a difference. Crystals, rocks, gemstones are, I use them interchangeably. You know, minerals, fossils, um, there's so many different categories that we can perhaps get really literal about, so someone might want to intellectually argue the point but in my case rocks crystals and gemstones i'm using interchangeably i love it thank you you've just mm-hmm. uh you know increased uh, you know uh most of the people listening to this are let's just call it crystal iq right now uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay one of the things one of the questions that i get asked and i've heard asked on the show is look how do you choose a crystal for yourself, or do crystals choose you? Now, in my case, I'm feeling like that, but I know that I'm drawn on some days to one over another. Give us a quick rundown of how this works. Absolutely. You know, I find that, in essence, we are actually naturally attracted to what we need in our lives in the moment. And this became really clear and evident with me, for me, over the many years of owning a store, over 23 years I've owned the Crystal Garden, created it. And when people come in, they want to know what stone is good for me, what could get me a good boyfriend or whatever, get me a lot of money. And, of course, I always say if I knew that, I'd be really rich. But (laughs) in the meantime, go over and look at all the crystals. And, and, you know, and through that process, people pick the gemstones, usually in tumbled form because that's a really nice, affordable way. Those are the rounds smooth ones right. and and then they come up to the desk and maybe place them all across and, and that's how I actually how I established the the angel gemstone oracle cards because the gemstone oracle it it speaks to me it speaks to anyone if you know colors and you know chakras even if you don't know what the stone is for it gives you a sentence about what's going on in your life so they would bring the stones up, and I would automatically say, oh, well, you know, well, if you pick the sodalite, you're probably looking for more calm in your life, and the citrine, you probably need a little bit more self-esteem, and um, maybe you're feeling a little so- lack of confidence in some regard, and I'd go through the list of stones. And they'd say, oh, my goodness, you are so psychic. And I'd be like, okay, <laughs> we all are, but really... You just told me by, you just showed me by picking those stones and it made a sentence. So that's how the gemstone oracle evolved too as well. This is really so fascinating to me because, you know, I was reading your book and I got to the pictures in the, in the center and beautiful color uh, pictures of different things. And I got to the, to the, to the section on quartz. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I thought you know, quartz is quartz, but not so. I see in the book, you know, you distinguish between cathedral quartz, channeling quartz, clear quartz. And then I looked at the quartz that I have, 
And I thought, wow, she's absolutely right. So can you give us a rundown of this? Because for somebody like me, I thought, oh, that's quartz. Well, that one's smoky quartz, and that, I think, is rose quartz. But they have different meanings. But do they have different ways we use them? Yes, we can. You know, and okay. really, you know, quartz are basically six-sided crystals. They have a termination mm-hmm. on either end. Sometimes double terminated, I mean there's a termination on both sides of the crystal, but usually the termination or the point, um, you know, has six different faces or facets, if you will, and each of those six faces has a different geometric form. So if it's a five-sided face, it might have to do more with change, as, as those who are numerologically, you know, uh, adept will know that five ha- is the number of change or and therefore um, as was uh, named by Jane Ann Dow many years ago an Isis crystal um, because that has to do with transformation and change and I mean we can go on and on but there's so many and the seven-sided faces are channeling crystals which help us align our consciousness with the divine and allow us to open up our crown chakra to tap into the universal wisdom and knowledge that's available to each and every one of us. So it's just a matter of forming intent, holding the gemstone, using it in daily life, either in meditation or just as a worry stone next to you or not worry, cancel clear on that, or as a positive thought stone next to you. And so on. Did that make sense? Absolutely. And so here's what I'm struck by. Okay, you really got my attention because I got my I got my stuff out here now. Um, <laughs> okay, so one of the things that I love about this is what you just said. So I have several quartz crystals around. Now, some of them, you know, clearly uh, look like the ones that you demonstrate in your book. Um, you know, for example, let me just, let me just refer to one you have in here that's called a quartz window. But I have something that is a cluster of, of, of different crystals coming up. And it appears that the, this whole cluster is filled with these eight-sided crystals. Does that make sense? Eight-sided. Is it eight-sided or I'm trying to figure out how many sides? All I know is this particular cluster uh, each crystal has so many sides to it, I was really struck by it. Hmm. So it's a six, like the main uh, point, the main point itself. The main the, point. Is the longest part. There are those six, there's six sides to a quartz. So if you have an eight-sided crystal, I'm wondering if you've got something else. Well, I don't know, but I'm just saying what I'm really struck by is now looking at this and seeing the different dimensions uh, uh, that these have. How does one use, uh, for example, uh, a channeling uh, quartz crystal? Well, that would be, so let's say you're, um, you're trying to, to um, really figure out the answer to a problem. Okay. You know, you just, you've been, oh man, you just thought of it every which way from Sunday and you still haven't figured out which way to approach this. Mm-hmm. Or that you're wishing that you had some, you know, loving guide or if you believe in spirit guides, which I do, or angelic, angelic light beings to assist you to download the information or if you want to get it directly from the divine. You could work, hold the gemstone, hold that channeling quartz, let's say, I usually mm-hmm. like to in my left hand, and form the intention, every time I touch the stone, every time I like look at the stone, I'll even sleep with the stone on my nightstand or whatever, however, wherever you want to take it with you, that that is going to allow you to open your consciousness 
to receive insights. And then I always add, I'm a, I'm a very prayerful person. I like to pray a lot. I was born up and brought up in Catholicism as, you know, an Italian from New York. That's the way we I know, do me things. too. Yeah. <laughs> I could tell by your last name. Yay, Paisan. So yeah. <laughs> what, what I see, what I do is I make a prayer. So you make a prayer, anybody makes a prayer. In whatever come from place, you know, we all come from different backgrounds and, and all. But you, and you can't do it wrong and make a prayer, you know. Uh, you know, maybe something like uh, I say now, a whole great spirit, God, God is creator. I'm trying to figure this out and I don't know what to do. Send me insight, information, and guidance while you're holding the stone, you're saying this prayer, so that I'll know how to deal with the situation. Thank you so much and help me recognize the information when you put it in front of me. Oh, yeah, that's a big prayer. That's a big prayer. So that's a lot of the times the way that I'll work with it. You know, another way is, like, I'm writing the next book for Llewellyn, uh, you know, that's going to be published by Llewellyn, and I'm sitting here on my tour, and I'm right now Kansas City, and I'll put my gemstones on my laptop. You know, I brought little ones with me because I'm not going to, you know, bring my collection. Well, I do have a collection, but anyway, (laughs) I just put a few around my my, uh, laptop, and then every time I look at it, it's just a moment to help me stay focused on what I'm doing. It just, like, draws my attention back to my intention. Oh, wow. Now, I have a question coming in from uh, one of our listeners, uh, and it says, what does it mean if you were drawn to blue sapphire? Well, I yeah. that. that has to, that's interesting because El Canada inter- interviewed me regarding blue sapphire. Okay. <laughs> isn't that ironic? That's really uh, funny. And lovely, uh, too, because that's also the stone uh, for Kate Middleton's ring, which is why they interviewed me in that regard. Blue sapphire is a stone of wisdom, of, of being um, in a state of consciousness where you're ready to be tapped in to higher wisdom, higher knowledge, stepping up into the royalty of your own self. You know, we're all royalty. So it's also being able to shine your light in a way that you're tapped into higher consciousness for the good of many. You know, like in the case of Royal Sapphire, because it was related to, you know, the future Queen of England or the potentially future Queen of England, that is, again, another even example that it has to do with, that's someone that's got to serve the greater good. You know, so what am I going to do to serve my community when when I'm attracted to that sapphire? Do you follow what I mean? Absolutely, and I think my listener just got it because I'm getting another instant feedback message on it. Um, uh, it oh, thank you for sharing that information. Yeah, didn't know royalty uh, was wearing a blue sapphire, so I could see why you were asked that question. I have another question that's coming in, um, and these are instant feedback messages we get. Boy, I hope we have enough time in this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, what a great show. Thank you so much. Would you please ask Margaret, uh, what is up? With, okay, I just, I think we got a little typing. Citrine. What is up with citrine? Um, it used to be that all we saw were amethyst geodes. Now, all we are seeing are citrine geodes. Do you know what she's referring to, Margaret? I do, I do. Okay, I'm oh, good. Seen, yeah, I've seen more citrine geodes myself. I still see many more amethyst geodes. Yes. It just may be that they opened up a different mine in Brazil. Um, my, mm-hmm. you know, I've had rock dealers, as strange as that sounds. I had rock dealers for over 25 years that I've been working with. 
and I, they still are majority of the stuff that's coming out of the mines are amethyst. Amethyst and citrine and clear quartz and smoky quartz and rose quartz are all part of the quartz family, and it has to do with the heat and the um, vibration um, and what's the other word, the molecular structure and the pressure that changes the color. Now, as far as what's up and why these may be coming out of the mind, right, now, right, right, it really has to do with it's time for us to step into our power. It's time for us to step into our magnificence. There's no use in playing small, no use in doing the, oh, what do I know, baloney, as far as I'm concerned. Sorry, but it's just like, just. You know, we're all magnificent, and the more of us that step into our magnificence, the better off our planet will be. We can all shine our light brightly. And, you know, it's interesting this has come up because uh, we have a local uh, store in Seattle, and I walked into their store, and they had four of the most amazing citrine geodes, and I was so drawn to it. I mean, you know, I put it on my wish list because it, it is, again, something I'm just extremely drawn to. And, you know, I don't have anything of that nature. And so while I've seen so many amethysts, and I've even bought them for other people, I have never seen anything quite like the citrine that has just drawn me to it. So, I, you know, this drawing one to something, let's talk about this for a minute. Does that mean that, as you just talked about, does it mean we're being called to, to, to take the energy of that on? And then the other thing that you do is, you know, you, there's this work that you do with angel and crystals, and I'm so struck by that. Well, you know, I have such a strong affiliation with the angelic realm. That's my first come from place, you know, from, yeah. you know, Catholic school when I was little, but also even before that, my, mm. uh, I was brought up with the belief system that one of my brothers who was born before me was, um, you know, when he passed over as a, as a, you know, 24 hour old baby, that he was an angel. So I thought I had, I thought I was related to an angel. <laughs> So I have such a strong connection to the angelic realm that I feel that these angels are such a part of our life. And the more that I can get, you know, people to, like, realize that we have help, the better off we'll all be. So, like, with my angel gemstone oracle cards, on one side we have a picture of the rock, the name of the rock, what it might be good for, essentially giving a divination or a meaning of why you're attracted to it, like a reading. Then when you turn over the card, the angel gives you a positive affirmation to overcome whatever challenge may have been presented on the other side of the card because angels help us with our life as we ask them to. At least that's my belief system. I think it's great. I, I think it's fabulous. I mean, I love in the book, you know, how you talk about uh, the chakras, how you talk about the gemstones, and how you talk about the angelic realm. I, I, I know that, oh my gosh, I can't believe how quickly this is going to go, but I wanted to jump to a section in your book where you, you really do combine a number of different things. And you talk about indigo blue energy and the third eye chakra. Mm-hmm. And the reason I guess I'm bringing this up is probably because I probably need some help with mine. <laughs> but I don't know about that. I think you're pretty darn intuitive. Otherwise, you wouldn't be so good at your at your job that you do here. Well, thank you. I was really drawn by this chapter in your book and the energy bodies in the third eye. Do you believe, Margaret, as with the citrine, 
for example, do you believe people are being called to really open and clear this chakra energy? I, and the reason I bring it up is because, you know, I do a lot of shows, I get a lot of people, and, you know, there's, this seems to be this theme that's coming up around the third eye. Can you tell our listeners what the third eye is and what we're talking about here? Okay, yes, absolutely. The third eye is the place that you start out by put your awareness on the center of your forehead, just above your eyebrows in the very middle of the forehead. And then the way I like to get to the third eye is take a walk down a hallway behind the center of your forehead. And when you get to the middle of your head, middle of your brain, so to speak, probably pretty close to the pituitary and pineal, that is where the third eye center is. And that's also a very effective way to get into a meditative state, I think. A very oversimplified way is to just put all of your awareness behind the center of the forehead. And this is a place where we hold most of our intuitive vibration, which has to do with the six clairs or clairvoyance, clairaudience, claircognizance, clairsentience, clairgustation, and clairolfaction. Now, I said all those really quick, but hopefully people will get the book and read about it. But basically, it's the six senses we have that are more from, um, like, let's say, the intuitive aspect of ourselves, the part of us that we maybe can't explain why we have a certain feeling or knowing, or maybe we have a vision, and it, yes. we don't know where it came from, but we know it's by giving us a clue. Yes. Yeah. And do you feel I, like you're going through that more right now, Dr. Absolutely, Pat, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, if yeah. you, I had a complete download in March. And everybody, and you know what this is like, Margaret, don't you? When everyone around you is looking at you and saying, when are you going to write the book? Why aren't you writing the book? Yeah. What's holding you up from writing the book? Well, and you might have the book written is what I'm getting. You have this book written. I know. Here's what happened for me <laughs> in March. I got a download. I was doing 30 hours of live broadcasting, and thanks to BBS Radio here, who's airing this, they aired the entire weekend, actually, from the floor of the largest, one of the largest women's show in the United States, you know, twenty to 40,000 women. And I was doing these live broadcasts, and all of a sudden I got the download on what I wanted to speak about, what I wanted to talk about. And I immediately came back and I created a PowerPoint presentation of the vision on this. Mm -hmm. And what is so interesting is until I got your book, I didn't put this together. Here's what I discovered. This thing that that we call selenite, which am I pronouncing that right, Mark? You are. Yeah, selenite. That is in this third eye chakra section. Mm -hmm. Okay. I have this thing that is about 10 inches long, right, mm-hmm. that looks like this fibrous, fi- fibrously, cor- it's not quite quartz, but it looks, I can't even describe it, like gypsum. It's, it's and like so, white, um, almost it, like luminescent sort exactly, of. Exactly, yeah. exactly. I mean, it's almost like if you ever watch the Superman movies and, you know, you go to yeah. Superman's home in the north. And some of those things shoot up. But this yeah. is laying down vertical. It doesn't look like a quartz. And so I've had this piece in my house. Uh, and I recently, wand. oh, my gosh. And so I was reading this part of the book. And I thought to myself, isn't this interesting? I have to ask uh, Margaret about this because you have a selenite affirmation mm-hmm. that talks about intuition. 
I wanted to ask if you could share with our listeners how can they tap in to their intuition and then how might they take that intuition? It's one thing to get an idea, Margaret. It's another thing to then do something about it, right? This is one of my, I say that more often than you would believe. I, I say that all the time because it is. It's one I, one moment you have an inspiration. It's like, okay. And so the difference between being inspired, that's even from as low down as the throat chakra, third eye, and the crown of the head. So that's like our, basically our halo area, you know, where our, our beautiful halo would be. But the real place to bring it manifest is the, navel chakra or sacral as some people call it which is down right below the belly button where we give birth to our inspiration onto the planet into manifest reality so that would be using carnelian or red jasper or even a red tiger's eye or even the garnets or the rubies and such, but it's more the red, orange, and even yellow because the solar plexus vibration is having the courage and that's having the self-confidence to step into that and bring it forth. So it's the hot vibration or the warmer colors, let's say, the red, orange, and yellow. So you can focus on giving birth to your book versus it being a lofty idea. Exactly. Yeah, oh, and that's exactly the way it feels. I mean, you know, what's so interesting is I then read your book to the next chapter about the crown chakra, right? Mm -hmm. So here's going to be the eeriest part of this, and and then maybe you can explain this to listeners how this works, because I actually didn't have a framework for it until I read your book. Out of all of this, I came up with an idea that I wanted to use symbols in, in, in what I'm about to talk about. And I, and I wanted to use symbols for the words miracle and integrity. Well, I had no idea whether or not these even existed, so I Googled them. And I found an incredible woman that developed an entire range of magical symbols for a lot of things. When I went into this next chapter of your book about the crown chakra, you talk about the magician. And I thought, oh, my goodness, I've got to ask you, how can you explain, using me as an example, how these things come together? And for our listeners, how can they tap into what you talk about in the book with working with the chakras, with affirmations, with angels, with gemstones? Oh, my goodness, that's a lot all in one rolled in one question. I know, don't you think? And I saved it for the end of the show. You're good. You're good. Okay. So first of all, and specifically for you, we'll use you as the example. In this moment in time, you must have been a little bit closer or very close to giving birth to this. You're ready to step into allowing the book to come forth. Number one, because thank you that this happened for you. I'm very happy that you were able to read the book and a bunch of things started to come together. So you were ready to awaken your consciousness. But part of it was that on some level divine timing is at play. Because I also have this thing, and and I usually have to do with private sessions, but I'm going to say this anyway here. Usually when people interact, I have this intention that when people are ready to make the change in their life and they really are really ready, that's when they have an experience like through or with me because I don't want to waste people's time and I don't want them to waste their time with talking to me. Yeah. Perhaps 
I can assist you, and only just from vibrationally, intention, prayer, whatever you want, and and have it so that you will now. Now is the time. This is the the diving board, the jumping part, the catapultation. Is that a word? Yeah, that sounds good. (laughs) Catapultation, mamma mia, (laughs) into into actually creating the book. Now, how do you do it? Well, you, you read the book, so you're awakening your consciousness, awakening your chakras. So whether it has to do with reading the book or doing the work around meditating on each one of the energy centers, it is about reading the book because you know what? Understanding the chakras, the root chakra at the, the basic core level, our belief systems, all the way up to the crown of our head where we're divinely connected with all that is, that's where you can make a challenge, change in your life and overcome little challenges that when you look back you'll go, oh, I can't believe that was holding back on that. Yes, this is really the beauty of having this conversation with you, and the hour has gone by so quickly. And I wanted to thank you so much for joining me here today. But before we we, we go, please give out your website again. And what I would love to ask you for, Margaret, is a personal message. Thank you so much for doing what you do. Oh, you're so welcome. You you want a personal message for you? For the listeners. For the listeners. Okay, here we go. Personal message. Ah, I know what I'm going to do. I was going to shuffle the cards, but you know what? I am going to the heart chakra. So while I'm getting to the heart chakra in my book, I am going to say that my website is margaretannlimbo.com or thecrystalgarden.com. Please also become friends with me on Facebook. It's a great way to follow my tour around the United States. And come see me at one of the many locations, and that's on my website as well. Now, this is the final message. Everybody focus on your hearts. If you're clicking around the Internet, just stop for a moment. You are love. Your true essence is love. Be aware that you are love and all that you do, say, think, feel, smell, taste, or know, and you will be happy and healthy all the days of your life. Mm. That is so beautiful. Margaret, thank you so much for joining me here today. And uh, I want to just tell everybody, they can get your book just about anywhere, can't they? Yes, everywhere and anywhere from Llewellyn.com, my publisher, to Amazon.com. And, of course, please buy local. Go to your local bookstore. I love it. There's so much in this book, folks. I mean, I briefly read through this book, and then now I'm going back and I'm reading it again. You ask some very, very powerful questions, especially about relationships. I love these relationship questions. Uh, Margaret Ann Lembo, everyone, let's uh, make sure folks have your website again. And I think the place we're sending them to is your uh, the, uh, under your name, MargaretAnnLembo.com, correct? That is correct. That's M-A-R-G-A-R-E-T-A-N-N. L-E-M-B-O dot com.
Well, everyone, that was a demonstration that you can uh, take to the bank, so to speak. <laughs> Margaret Ann Lembo. Margaret, that was one of these moments. I've only had about five of them that I can remember. Is one of these moments where, you, you know, from some strange reason, the the circuit or the connection will get interrupted by energy fields. What do you think of that little experience? Well, power, love is pretty powerful. Yes, it is. And maybe it, it was a moment to allow people, because did, did that mean that everybody had dead air for a few moments? Yes, it did. So it made, it, it, it allowed everybody maybe to really absorb that information, absorb it a little bit more fully in a moment of silence. It was great. Some, which we don't do too often. We don't stop and be in a moment of silence too often. No. Even and me. honestly. If you do it on radio, what happens is the whole radio circuitry goes crazy. I do it on my daytime show every once in a while, yeah. and all of the lights start flashing. Wow. Yeah. Thank you, Margaret. Thank you so much for joining us. I want to thank all of you for tuning us in and turning us on. The book is Chakra Awakening, Transform Your Reality Using Crystals, Color, Aromatherapy, and the Power of Positive Thought. We'll see you next time on The Dr. Pat Show. Fall down somehow Oh, so